It's been 12 years, 12 long years. I've gotten used to the bleeding, but it's really that heavy quiet that, that still gets to me. I've, I've spent everything, all my savings and then some, on the best doctors that money can buy. And you know, so many of them promised a cure. I would do anything anything to get rid of this stinking, disgusting shame. I'm 36. Shouldn't I be married with kids by now? I'm a, well, what's the purpose of my life? And I, I, I get it, you know, my, my family and my friends, um, it, it just got too painful for them to continue hoping. You know, nobody wants me. Nobody wants to be around me. I, I feel like a ghost in my own house. I'm so tired of being tired. You know, um, I did hear about this new rabbi that's coming into our town. Uh, I think they said his name was Jesus and that he could heal people so I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about going. You know what? I'm going to go. What do I have to lose anyways? What are they going to do? Throw me out of the temple? If I just put out enough layers, maybe no one will smell me. Okay. Oh, my word. This crowd is enormous. Oh, look, it's Jairus, the temple leader. He's, he's bowing down to someone. That's got to be Jesus. And, oh, his 12-year-old daughter is really sick, too? Okay, no one's watching. If I, if I can just squeeze in through the crowd... Touch the edge of his robe. If he is who they say he is, it's just going to take one touch. And so the woman stumbles towards Jesus, reaches out her hand, and touches the edge of his robe. And in an instant, she's healed. The physical reminder of her daily death, her daily isolation, is healed. But to her horror, Jesus notices that something has happened. To her horror, Jesus halts, stops the crowd, and demands an account of why power has gone out of him. He says, who has touched me? And the woman, shaking, forces herself to come out of hiding. She forces herself to, to fall at Jesus' feet and says, I'm so sorry, Jesus. I, I know I broke all the rules, but, but I was sick for 12 years, and now I'm healed. 
crowd watches, what will Jesus do? Jesus has the woman stand up. He places his hand on her head and says, Daughter, your faith has liberated you. Not your finger, not magic, but your faith has healed you. It has restored you. You no longer have to walk with your head down. You can now walk in peace. You have been made whole. You have stumbled into my house. Welcome home. Shocked, the woman weeps. The crowd begins to murmur, who is this man? And then one of Jairus' friends shouts, um, hello, what about Jairus' daughter? Why did, you, why did Jesus spend so much time on this bleeding lady? I mean, I, I think uh, Jairus' daughter is dead now. I mean, is there still enough power left for that little girl? I mean, she was 12 years old. She had her whole life in front of her. Jesus, who counts in your household anyways? And that's when Jesus locks his eyes on Jairus. Take courage. Do not be afraid. Did you see the woman's response? If you have faith, I can go and heal your daughter too. Jairus, do you believe that your house is one of life and not death? Jairus, do you believe that I have the power to make a way where there is no way? They finally arrive to Jairus' house, and there's his daughter lying perfectly still, not breathing. Silence. And then Jesus says, Child, it's time to get up. It's time to wake up. There's life in you. Her eyes flutter. Air fills her lungs. Jairus, Jesus says, why don't you come with me? Why don't you come with me? And let's welcome your daughter home. Give her something to eat. Do you have ears to hear what Jesus is saying? Do you hear what he's saying to us now? Jesus is calling us into his household, into his economy. And as we blunder into his kingdom, he doesn't care if we're sneaking from behind, if we're falling down at, the, at his feet. He doesn't care if someone has to bring us to him. Will we take courage and yield to his life infecting our lives, to his power coming into our power there are no strangers, no ghosts in Jesus' house. If only it felt that simple always. I've got some questions for Jesus. Jesus, what about the undocumented Cambodian woman who I met, who tried to sell me her daughter for five bucks? 
Jesus, what about my friends in 33 cities across the United States who could be arrested for sharing their food with the homeless because the law has made it illegal? Jesus, Caleb and I had another miscarriage, our third miscarriage last month. It feels like a failure. Can you hear what Jesus is calling me to? Can we hear what Jesus wants to tell us? He says this, I call you daughters, I call you sons. Will you join me in welcoming these into my house? When you bear that weight of illness, when you bear the alienation in your communities, you know where it hurts. We know where it hurts. So who better to bring the healing to the wounds? Who better to resist the injustice and to name things the way that God names things? Jesus says, I call you daughters and I call you sons. So let's go and give them something to eat.